Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 144 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, it's been, what, three weeks since we did an episode, and we still barely have any content to fill this episode with. But <laughs> we're delivering. <laughs> we're, we're coming through with an episode anyways. Um, I mean, we got some signings in here and a few little fun uh, pieces of news. You ready to jump into it, Joe? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we're pressing on despite being Overwatch content creators in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I feel like legit, like going through Twitter recently, just no content about Overwatch in my Twitter feed or anything lately. Like I feel like it just doesn't exist anymore, um, which is very sad. Uh, but it did exist for a brief moment when this news came out and it was an experimental creator uh, card tournament. Um, so experimental card, a bunch of new fun patch changes. This is similar. They did something similar to this when they, um, it was, I think an April fool's patch, right, Joe? Um, that sounds right. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Where they did a bunch of just like crazy changes to each hero. Uh, well, they're doing that again here with this experimental card and they're doing a tournament based around that, um, with, uh, and it was help from some content creators violet flats Sumju, um helping on each of their individual heroes that they play um i mean this isn't a normal patch uh, so we don't i don't think we need to go through every single one of them anyone could play it right because it's on the experimental card absolutely uh, but it's it's won't have impact in competitive games or anything like that so joe if you want to like point out I don't know if you necessarily want to go through all of these, but if you want to point out any fun, specifically fun ones, you can for sure. Yeah, it's it's a very very large patch. Uh, notably, I thought it was interesting the the description they gave it. Uh, they said this, these are the the first creator experimental card participants uh, who went in and made changes. It makes it sound like they're going to do a series of these, which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're looking at this for now. It's been live since the 30th of November, so just about a week. Uh, and yes, tons and tons and tons of changes. Every single hero got like two or three changes at least. Uh, so I'm just scrolling through briefly uh, and trying to pull out some highlights. For example, uh, Arisa now has a Christmas hat. So that's, <laughs> Huge so that's kind of fun. Huge change. There's a, a couple changes to the Reinhardt Earth Shatter, uh, when, particularly when you're facing an opponent, Reinhardt. Um, if you block a shatter or if you uh, uh, like if you miss the shatter <laughs> it's different things um, you've seen the change where Roadhog can now um, use the knockback on himself to fly while he's uh, using whole hog I'm sure you've seen that probably by now <laughs> uh, let's see it's a lot of the uh, Zarya doesn't have uh, self damage on her right click anymore so oh. that's uh, among other changes to her, obviously. Sigma's Sigma's barrier is just gone. <laughs> they just yeah. deleted it. They said no, no more. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, Genji can now. Oh, they may have changed that. Uh, I think at one point Genji had unlimited double jump. Maybe it's. Now it's just slightly limited. It looks but, like a wall uh, climbing refunds the double jump availability, yeah. so maybe that could give you some 
some quadruple jump situations there. Fun stuff. And uh, the scatter arrow is back, notably. <laughs> uh, the storm arrow ability now bounces off walls. So that's a thing that exists. Wow. Uh, exactly what see, everyone was uh, asking for. Oh, yeah. Attack Visor has a, a damage buff now, so that's notable. Uh, Sombra now kind of works a little bit more like uh, Overwatch 2 Sombra, in that the hacked targets have a, um, uh increased damage against them uh, for a brief amount of time, so that's something. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and I believe... I don't know where I saw that. It's, I was going to say, I thought Torb had two turrets for a while, but that's not the case. <laughs> no, I think that was in the uh, other one. That might have been the April Fool's one. That was a different patch. At some, oh, point, yeah, at some point he had two turrets, I remember. Ana got a really cool change to her sleep dart. Um, that now, if you get a kill, the cooldown is reset. <laughs> that is <laughs> Which, fun. Yeah, it's, it's a whole big chain, and you can you can nano yourself now in a in a 66 match, so that's notable. Yep. Uh, Baptiste can Goomba Stomp with his boots, uh, so when you land, uh, that actually deals damage. Uh, Lucio can Goomba Stomp with Sound Barrier. <laughs> <laughs> You've surely seen clips of these if you've been on the internet for the last week. Um, that that that's, uh, May does the same thing when she lands on people with Ice Block. Um, Just add Goomba see. Stomp to the game. That's Give every character the Goomba Stomp. I like, much. I like Tracer Recall now restores all Blink Charges. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just tons and tons of stuff like that. Um, we, you know, every single hero, like I said, got touched in, in some way. Most of them uh, ridiculous-sounding buffs, but I think there are probably some um, that are, you know, sort of, sort of sneaking in there. I think uh, I don't know. I'm not going to seriously suggest that they're actually using this patch for, you know, balance reasons, but I think some of the changes individually that they made are not unreasonable <laughs> oh, yeah. as far as that goes. Uh, particularly when you're thinking about, you know, looking ahead at the future of the game kind of stuff. But So it's, it's interesting to, to speculate about that. Um, but yeah, to take to take that experimental card, obviously you can play it, people have been playing it uh, on the live game, but they're doing another uh, Flash Ops tournament series as well. Um, so you can sign up until, um, looks like Thursday the 9th uh, at noon Eastern. Um, and it, they're they're doing a tournament there, so it's um, it looks like I don't know. I was looking at BS. It's a tournament, just like they did with the most recently they did with uh the Kanazaka Deathmatch map, I believe. Yeah. Except except it's like a an actual tournament. And there's you know content and whatever. Uh, seven thousand dollar prize in uh Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Seven thousand dollars in. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, and a ten thousand dollar prize pool in North America. So, well, and I just better fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, fun. I mean, I, I, this has probably been said by a lot of Overwatch personalities at this point, but like, uh, yeah, they should take what they're doing with this experimental card and apply more of it to their uh, to what they want to do with the live game. Um, I, I think it's probably been said by everyone at this point like hey this is fun let's just make more changes they don't have to be this ridiculous obviously 
but like just seeing a patch with this amount of changes is like it, it has me like salivating you know um and just uh, if you've ever played a riot game recently i've been playing tft a lot recently and just seeing their patches like insane amount of changes each patch like basically changing almost every individual unit in that game with every patch like i, I don't know I, I don't i think i'm asking for something that's never going to happen because they're so focused on overwatch <laughs> 2 at this point but it would be nice um, and in the meantime lots of you know weird stuff to practice i mean <laughs> it's yeah. straight out of uh straight out of the uh workshop almost um and i'm sure all the workshop creators have gotten plenty of ideas already <laughs> from this kind of stuff oh yeah yeah super fun patch um i i'll probably check out the tournament if it's being streamed by players and stuff like that at some point it looks fun um but yeah that's the news we have for the game now we have some signings that we um have missed out on since we've been gone for about three weeks here first up is the hangzhou spark made four signings since we were gone they signed pineapple alpha yi irony and super rich um two dps players in pineapple and alpha yi obviously i believe all four of these players are coming from contenders because uh, i haven't heard of many of them here um pineapple coming from billy billy gaming same with alpha yi did all of them come from billy billy gaming um yes uh, looks like Except super rich was on team cc. team cc for super rich okay um super rich and irony both support players um so billy billy gaming if you didn't know they billy billy owns uh hangzhou spark so of course billy billy gaming is their contenders team uh so they are taking from that talent pool uh it seems like seemed like billy billy gaming was pretty good in chinese contenders at least here um, getting according to liquipedia getting some firsts and some seconds in here this past year so um looks like they're pulling from some pretty good talent here of course joining bernard uh Lija, shy architect and gooshway already a pretty talented uh group of players they got right there that just hasn't really panned out for them so far so maybe these young players will help right joe yeah, it's definitely possible. I mean, um, you know, we're clearly looking at the uh, tried and true Hangzhou Spark strategy of you know get as many players as you possibly can. Uh, I, I assume it's still going to be the the um, the the goal, you know, as the off season continues. But um, but yeah, the the highlight signing for me, uh, I think, is probably Super Rich. That's that may be the name uh, that the listeners might know out of out of all four of them. Who's um, been um, really good on the sport role there for for team cc for a while um and through the success they've had in the last year or so um uh, but yeah just in general lots of uh lots of relatively new names uh, on this hongjo roster um to to try to see how um it, it, it's uh, you know probably uh probably easily the biggest reset you know from season to season that we've seen just in terms of the game changing um but you know making making these kind of changes now for individual teams too it's going to be um really interesting to see how these shake down oh yeah big time um and i think this is a, a right direction for hangzhou maybe not an, enough cleaning up their roster as i would have liked but i i think if they use these players it could be pretty big for them going forward because i think with their previous players that we we have seen it just hasn't worked out perfectly for them really they're they've been good and they've been competing but 
just not good enough. Um, all right. Um, up next, Boston Uprising made another signing. Um, speaking of the Hangzhou Spark, former Hangzhou Spark player MCD uh, being signed to the Boston Uprising, and uh, this this one comes. Uh, it's a controversial signing, Joe. If you do, if if you didn't know out there, MCD had some controversy surrounding him recently last season. Uh, basically, him trash talking Chinese players and Chinese people in general. Uh, being racist just straight up he was being racist um and yeah it was a big risk here for boston to sign this player they in all their statements when they signed mcd they came out and they said hey we know he did something wrong he he said he promises that he is gonna reform that he's gonna change and he will be um he he will be cut at any sign of something wrong happening um and i as someone a part of boston uprising and just as a fan and looking of the overwatch league and looking at their past whenever someone has done something wrong on the boston uprising they have cut them immediately and it has happened often unfortunately for the boston uprising obviously um but they have been right away cutting them i trust they will absolutely do the same if mcd is being racist towards any of their players or anything like that or being an issue so um yeah they'll gain mcd uh to join that support line of crimson and faith what do you think of this signing uh joe a good a good addition despite uh the controversy here it may well be um you know obviously we'll have to to see how how things shake out but i think um um particularly you know building into a team that is leaning more um leaning more this coming season even despite the signing of crimzo into um more of a korean roster i think that's um can definitely be value there um and yeah you're right boston um the in the past through no you know intentional decision of their own is no stranger to controversial players um um but yeah it's it's just a matter of you know seeing how how that process gets handled but but yeah, I I tend to agree with you that um, uh, there are there are orgs in the league that uh, I, I might not trust as well, uh, or I might not trust to handle this as well as um, you're right. I think Boston will, um, you know, if if the if the need arises. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I don't believe Boston is done or should be done yet. I think they need some more DPS flexibility, so we'll probably have more news uh, going forward with them as well. Uh, uh, someone has been signed, Joe. Someone has been they signed. <laughs> um, it happened. Someone has been signed by Florida. Um, period. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> that's the news. That I, I have nothing else to reveal. Someone has been signed by Florida. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. Someone is is a gamer tag. All right, guys. This this is a legit player. His name is someone. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of confusion, obviously. Um, uh, but he's a South Korean player for team CC, uh, main tank mainly. And Florida has Adam, which is actually, they currently have three inactive players all underage. Someone is another one of those, uh, but he does turn 18, uh, in April, which should be before the season starts. So should be good for the start of the season. I don't know much about someone. Do you know anything about someone, Jeff? 
Uh, I mean, I know something about someone, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, you know, as a as an Overwatch player, necessarily, that's um, that's going to be the question. Um, but yeah, you know, throw it in there, um, and yeah, there's not there's not much that I um, can say at this point. But yeah, we'll we'll see how uh, things happen. Yeah, um, he joins Hydron, Surmage, Adam, Mirror, Checkmate on this roster, by the way. Uh, so they got six players so far, three DPS, two tanks, one support. You definitely need more supports in there. Uh, but all their currently underage players should be all 18 by the start of the year. They're going young here, clearly, with those three. So I'm interested, interested to see this Florida rebuild further. Uh, Paris signed uh, Vestola actually re-signed Vestola right because he was on uh, the team last year uh, that's true they dropped him and then they got him back so uh, yeah European uh, off tank Vestola coming back they used him a lot last season uh, when they needed him and he did pretty well uh, especially after of course if you didn't remember Ellie Vote left so they needed him to join up and help and he helped uh, enough to earn himself a spot once again on this year's roster. So, uh, good job by Vistola there. Anything to add, Joe? Yeah, I think that's definitely a, a good, good, uh, you know, good player to hang on to if you're if you're Paris, because yeah, really, really stepped up when <laughs> when they needed to. Um, and and yeah, it just showed you know it's worth worth keeping around for sure. Oh yeah. Um. All right. We got Vancouver announcing um, their five players. Is this like did they did they say this is their final roster, Joe? They need six though, right? Yeah, so they'll they'll have a little bit um, a little bit of changes at least. I think they actually explicitly said as much. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well their five players are actually some pretty familiar names here. So uh, first you got Aspire, who of course was in Owl last year on the Toronto Defiant. Um, signing those short-term contracts and then eventually signing for the rest of the year because he was performing so well, a DPS player. Uh, so that's a good pickup for them right there. They also got Shockwave, who originally was on the Vancouver Titans and was arguably the only good player on the Vancouver Titans after they dropped their entire, uh, of course, runaway roster and had to roll with that awful roster in 2020. Shockwave was the one uh, bright light on that roster, so much so that the Philadelphia Fusion had him last year. Uh, didn't work out that well, obviously, so they ended up moving on from him. And now he is back to Vancouver. Uh, then we got Aztec, uh, who was a part of WGS Phoenix in that Contenders, Overwatch Contenders, before he moved to Owl last year, where he was on the Defiant and didn't impress too much. Uh, but I still think is a talented player. Uh, another support. You got Masa, who of course uh, was on the Atlanta Reign for three years, uh, including last year. Uh, passed on the Atlanta Reign this or this past year, and is now signing with the Vancouver Titans, a main support player. Uh, and then their one newcomer to uh, the Overwatch League is False, uh, former. Uh, America Tornado, Bobby Wasabi, Maryville Esports player, uh, who is mainly an off-tank player in False. I gotta say, this isn't too 
too bad um, in comparison to, like, I think the team they brought in last year and the team they brought in in 2020. I got to say, I do so far like this roster a little bit better than those two. Still don't know if it's going to be competing for anything based off these five players, but I, I do like the start in comparison to the last two rosters in which I immediately dismissed them as one of the worst teams in the league. Joe, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's fair. I haven't um, sat down much and looked at, you know, comparative rosters and that kind of stuff throughout the league. But, uh, but yeah, clearly, you know, looking into more um, uh, new slash not yet established talent uh, versus, like you said, last year, which definitely was, you know, bringing in the old guard kind of situation. Um, uh, you, you know, obviously, um, I'll personally highlight the the collegiate rep. Um, it's it's good to to be able to pull in these kinds of players um, to actually validate the path to pro, which has been really happening this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it, it'll be it's it's definitely a good start for Vancouver. Which again, it is just a start. Uh, they'll need more people, um, um, at least one. But uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, not bad <laughs> is the is the the rating I'll give it there at this point. Yeah, no, it's not as bad as before. I think <laughs> it's before it was like okay, this is guaranteed bottom like two team in the league, but this time it's like okay, now we're like getting somewhere near the middle. We're getting towards a team that maybe could pull off some some upsets because there is some talent there for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, let's move on to Washington Justice who unfortunately had to let go of Fury, who left the team, um, I believe, stating, citing that he was going back home to Korea. Uh, so that's a pretty sad loss for, for the Justice there. Obviously, Fury, a, a big veteran in this league, who I think was a huge part of the team last year, despite the fact that I thought he's getting older. I don't know how much longer he can be like the absolute... Uh, amazing off tank that he has been throughout the league still i think was pretty great for this team last year um and that will be an unfortunate loss they do get calios though um in to replace him in that off tank role who has been an owl before actually if you remember this name you were a true og fan of the overwatch league uh back in the inaugural season he was on the boston uprising um so a part of that really good Boston Uprising squad, of course, uh, left was on a bunch of teams, um, like so many to name, but some big ones, obviously O2 Blast, huge name, WGS Phoenix, um, and then was on uh, NYXL for the latter part of last year, uh, I think only a couple months, um, and didn't, I don't think really played. Uh but is back in Owl this year on the Washington Justice. So uh, replacing Fury, obviously big shoes to fill, um, but he's been good enough to join Owl teams in these past two seasons. So uh, I'm excited to see what he can do and, you know, how much they'll be using him. Obviously, it's one tank now. They got Mag, who I think is a really talented player. Uh, we'll see what happens there. What do, you th- what do you think about this? I mean, I think it's a obvious downgrade from fury but yeah they're doing what they can do right 
Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. And um, yeah, to to lose Fury, definitely too bad. I'm excited to hear um, when when Washington made their um, you know announcement post. It was to say the um, you know they're looking forward to seeing how um, you know seeing how Fury's career continues in Korea. It was I think explicitly like what they said. Yeah. Uh, so you know he's he's not retiring. He's um, you know, just just traveling over. So maybe we see him picked up, you know, by a team like New York. <laughs> maybe they just trade tanks around. Um, um, it's hard to say as far as that goes. But, um, uh, but yeah, you, you bring in uh, bring in Calios is definitely a, a notable um, uh, free agent. You know, as we were um, sitting around trying to think about where the market was um, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Um, but it, uh, Washington, you know, starting to fall into place a little bit. Um, still, still got some evolution to do, I think, and it's going to be a, a very different team than last year, uh, which is significant. But also, last year's team didn't do well. So, you know, d- despite um, being expected to, you know, they didn't live up to those kind of expectations. So, in that sense, you know, you make some changes, um, try a different strategy as far as you know building the roster goes and and work from there yeah definitely um <laughs> yeah, i'm excited what what to see what Washington could could do this year obviously so much talent here and and they've they've gotten some good pickups so far in this off season so i'm excited um and that's all we got <laughs> yeah we told you it'd be a shorter show and, and it's been three weeks and this is all we got unfortunately uh, with, and with the holidays coming up, I don't see much more being added, so we might not even see until the new year. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's all we got for now. Um, any th- any last words before we sign off, Joe? Um, yeah, this is hard to say. It'll it'll be good stuff to watch. Uh, like you said, we'll watch some of this tournament and uh, uh, enjoy all the the crazy Symmetra antics and whatever. Um, <laughs> probably some antics we haven't even you know thought of at this point yet. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to at least get some Overwatch content in in our systems here. Um, all right, thank you guys all for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, my Twitter's at jwgeorgeiv. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. Inc. And our show Twitter is at On the Flank Show. Uh, you're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way. You can go to on-the-flank.pinecast.co, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you guys for listening, um, and enjoy the holidays.